This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Bringing you up to date with everything around Selhurst Park. Every Monday night. This is Homestale Radio. Obviously, Chris, with regards to the, um, with regards, first of all, with regards to the badge. Now, I mean, with any sort of thing with a football club or football in general, there's always plenty of talking points amongst fans. And maybe when you're sort of choosing the new shirt at the end of one season ready for the next, that's one particular item that always gets people talking. But certainly yeah. today, the message boards, uh, and indeed our own Twitter and Facebook accounts have been very busy with people's views on the new badge and, uh, sort of the announcement today from the club about the badge and basically obviously the owners have decided Steve Parrish has uh, come out and said that the current badge is not one that he's keen on he doesn't feel that it lends itself to certain things that the badge is used for i.e. when it's reproduced on clothing or merchandise in the club shop and he doesn't feel it's sort of you know what the sort of a modern day football club badge should look like and uh, he feels in one of his comments is that it's sort of from a bygone era at the club so he's looking to move it forward, bring it up to date, and he certainly feels that uh, he's put four, forward four badges that the fans can choose. Now, as I say, it's always going to be a, you know, a talking point amongst fans. People will have their views, and he feels that um, you know he's going to put it forward to the vote and to those particular supporters who show their support year in, year out, the season ticket holders and members. And you know, today we've started sort of part one of the launch by putting a tease out, a tease video on our own um, club website on Twitter and Facebook and indeed through YouTube, our brand new YouTube channel that the club now has. And it's a video which shows the history of the badge and how it's evolved over the years and how certainly looking back over a few years ago where fans chose the badge of maybe in the 70s where it was voted through the match day program. Now we've moved on and it's sort of now available. The voting is going to be for season ticket holders and members through the a process which is going to be announced next week. And four badges have certainly been put forward, four different style of badges. And it'll be interesting, you know, once it's put to vote next week, of which one comes out on top. 
Okay. Well, that's. I mean, that's that's pretty clear enough. Um, I think. I think. I mean, obviously, there's pl- there's plenty of questions coming from people, and hopefully, those will yeah. be answered in time. But I think the one the one thing that has, has sort of cropped up on, on multiple occasions is uh, people are worried about where the the four designs came from, and um, and you know, some people are saying that you know, I, I think I should have been consulted, and some people are saying yeah. that uh, you know, Mike, I've got a design company. Why wasn't I uh, involved in this decision? All those sorts of things that you'd expect. But really, it's um, what was that con- consultation process, in, in perhaps in a little bit of detail, so people understand how we got here. Yeah, I mean, obviously, design and marketing is very much close to Steve Parrish's heart. It's the business, you know, the industry that he's in day to day, and he's been in touch with both his own design people at TAG and designing, design agencies that he works closely with through his own business. And indeed, our own designers at, here at the club have had their say as well. So he's, he's looked at many designs, not just these four. We had meetings up at TAG some time ago where we looked at different badges. How are we going to incorporate the history of, of the club using the Crystal Palace glass building, say, right back mm. to the... The, you know, 1905 onwards, etc. How are we going to use the current badge and the history of the club, the eagle, the glass building? You know, how was we going to the colours? How was we going to use that? How are they going to be shown in the four badges to be put forward? And these are the ones that have been chosen. And it's not just been sort of an overnight decision. There's been a lot of thought gone into it. And uh, you know, my assistant Mike Sinnerton, he's been working um, with the chairman on how the how the badges were going to be put across to the fans and there's been sort of a lot of thought gone into right okay these are the four we're putting forward how can we best show that now that we're going to change the badge and that's where the video come about and then mike's masterminded along with steve you know how it can all be how it can be portrayed onto the website and today um there's been a gallery set up so that the fans can see how the individual badges all look on items of merchandise items of um you know, clothing that's sold by the shop, how it's going to be looked around the ground in these particular badges, how they're going to look on advertising boards around the ground, how they're going to look mm-hmm. on a polo shirt that a fan will walk into the shop and buy, and obviously, most importantly, how it's going to look on the kit that is sold year in, year out. So those four badges are shown on the galleries on the website. But please, you know, fans must remember that must remember that it's not been an overnight decision. There's been a lot of thought gone into it. And obviously, with anything, as I said at the top, if you're choosing the club shirt or you're choosing a badge, fans are always going to have their own views. You know, mm. everyone's entitled to their view and everyone's entitled to their opinion with, oh, you know, I would have put this or I wouldn't have included the old Crystal Palace or I wouldn't have included that, you know. So I think you're never going to please everyone all of the time, but these no. four are going to be put forward to season ticket holders and members and it'll be an interesting voting process. Okay, um, thanks for that, Terry. Um, just uh, before before we just talk in general about uh, the season and, and get pretty much yeah. get off the subject, uh, just just want to clarify on something there because uh, it's been picked up by one of my co-presenters, and I think it's a question that people have asked. I, I know the answer to it, but I think uh, I think it's worth uh, just making sure everyone else sort of heard it. And that's yeah. the uh, the four designs are coming forward, so the existing badge is not currently an option. No, it will be the ones put to vote will be these. The, the basic the the basic thought really is that the current badge, you know, will be put to one side. It's part. It will be part of the club's history. Be part of the club's history of badges. It will be part of Crystal Palace Football Club when people look back on it, you know, in days gone by, in days to come. Yeah. But you know, this one uh, we're approaching for a brand new look and bought, and bring the actual badge design right up to date that will look good on clothing, good look on the good on the kit, and look good within our own stadium. 
Okay, excellent stuff. And just summarising that, I think there was a message uh, on the BBS from Steve who mentioned that there might be some sort of uh, tweaks or changes to sort of uh, to, to what's actually there, just to maybe fr- well, not not any dramatic changes, but to improve the way they currently look. I don't know if you picked up on that as well, but yeah, I mean, as I say, uh, yeah, as I say, the message boards have been um, have been red hot this afternoon, um, as of you know our own accounts getting feedback, and. You know, it's a year in. The new owners have been at Crystal Palace Football Club, and one thing that you know your your you know your crew at Homestead Radio will know full well is that Steve Parish and the other three owners are very upfront in taking fans' views on board. Yes, these are the four badges that are going to be put to the vote. But if if fans feel that you know this one would look this is the best, but it would look better with a bit of tweaking, then I'm sure the owners will listen to the fans' views on that. Okay, excellent stuff. Well, thanks very much for that, Terry. Hope that's answered a few queries. And um, obviously, the, ma- the main message there is for people to, to keep an eye out. And uh, you know, if they haven't done yeah, over, the over, video, look at the galleries. Yeah, look on the look on the video on the history of the badge and why this decision's come to change it. Look on the galleries to how it's going to look. But also, more importantly, keep an eye on the website over the next week or so, where we'll be announcing the next stage will be the voting process. It's well known now that it's going to be open to season ticket holders and members. How you can vote and further details will be launched next week. Fantastic. Well, okay, then let's, let's talk about uh, the club in general. And, and yeah. I mean, obviously, there's been plenty of uh, moves in the, the transfer market, and that seems to be picking up pace again this week. Um, how do you personally uh, think our, our pre-season's gone, and, and what are your thoughts going into the new season? Yeah, I mean, obviously, pre-season, as any pre-season, is all about getting a the management team, seeing any new signings play, the players meeting together. They had a good week away in the West Country, which ended with a game on the way back. And, um, you know, it's all about the players getting game time. That's why there's been certain matches where there's been two different teams taking part or players have been bought off to give somebody else a bit more game time, an opportunity for, for the coaching staff to, and the management team to see certain players playing in different positions that maybe they're not used to playing and switching things around. Um, but after the pre-season programme, which is now finished, it's now down to the uh, to the Empower Championship, which obviously kicks off on Saturday. We're all very excited about that, geared up for the big game at, uh, against the newly promoted side. So they'll be... Um, you know, they'll be up for it. Our squad will certainly be up for it. It's going to be boosted by a couple of loan signings that came in last um, last evening. And, yep. um, you know, it's, it's going to be an interesting time. It's, you know, Dougie Friedman's first pre-season as manager and his first opportunity to kick off the season as manager as well of the club. And, uh, you, know, he's, um, you know, he's got some, uh, you know, high hopes for the new season. Yeah, exciting times for us. So I can't wait for it to get underway myself. Uh, sold a load for Peter as well, haven't we? So um, yeah, we sold some, some yeah some good um, some good sales. But as always, I mean, Palace away supports well known in the Championship, and uh, I'm sure this season would be no different. And then we follow that up obviously with the uh, Tuesday night's match against Crawley in the Carling Cup, and on top of that, a couple of league games against Burnley and Coventry. So uh, you know, let's hope it all goes well on um, on Saturday, and then um, build up to that first home game against Burnley. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! No, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.